Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jay Hill, head coach at Weber State Football, joins us. Coach, great to have a game this late in the season. How you been, man? It's been so good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good. Doing uh, good. What are, uh, I know you want to move on to this next game, but what are your uh, lasting thoughts about the game that just took place there, the quarterfinals, and uh, the great win over Montana? Well, I think we did. Uh, well, I know we did exactly what I told you the game was going to come down to, right? That was us taking care of the football and then us playing great defense. And we did both those things. Uh, we're able to win, obviously, a huge one. Uh, what a fun game it was with just the weather and the back and forth and two good teams. Um, it was a heck of a game. Now, I mean, the the five interceptions and the incredible defense and the, the blocked punt that was just incredible. Yes, but, Coach, i got to ask you for the truth here because Tony is trying to sell this to me and the listeners that he actually drew up that play. Uh, and, and told you to go out there and block that punt. And I don't know if I, if I buy that. I don't know. Well, that was good advice, though, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just, hey, just let's go block this one for a touchdown. Right. That will help us win. Yeah, I think I just, we'd be concerned if your reaction to that, Coach Hill, would be like, we can do that? I don't think that that would be a good look for you. <laughs> I just I thought it would help our offense, and lo and behold, 17-10. It, it did. It did. But, for sure it helped them. But in all seriousness, talk to me about the five interceptions and the defensive prowess against uh, Montana last weekend. Well, I thought one thing that was huge is we got pressure on the quarterback early. We ended up having six sacks in the game. Uh, just got him rattled. His first his first interception just was not a smart throw. He kind of flipped it up there thinking that he had a corner out. He had actually completed it earlier in the game, uh, and he, he threw the first one up kind of as a prayer. The second one he throws up as a prayer, and he threw it right into double coverage, which was a nice play by Eddie Heckard. And then it was almost like he didn't know when to throw what at that point on. It just kind of rattled him. Um, and he's a dang good quarterback, obviously. He had one heck of a year. So, to, you know, to get him rattled and for the defense to get as much pressure on him as we did and to, you know, mix up the coverages I thought was big. And the players obviously played outstanding. Adam Rodriguez goes out there and has five sacks. I mean, when a player, and he had a scoop and score in that first playoff game he had, when a player is this great this often, when lights are this bright, is it something that, like, exceeds coaching and exceeds all the stuff that we talk about in the game of football day-to-day? Yeah, I mean, it is. Adam's definitely one of those guys that has the it factor, and he just he gets how to get after the quarterback. He knows how to make big plays. He played outstanding in the Kennesaw game, too. And you talk about two completely different teams, Montana, where they threw it 50 times, 
last week, and then the week before that, Kennesaw ran it 60-something times. Uh, completely opposite games, but he played outstanding in both of them. James Madison is a storied program. They've been to the national championship. They've won a couple national championships, at least I can that I can think of. What is, what is this edition of James Madison presenting to you as far as challenges to tackle? No, exactly what they've always been. They're, they're talented on both sides of the ball. Right now they lead the nation in rushing defense. Uh, they lead the nation in quarterback's completion percentage. So, And they run the ball for 250 yards a game. So they can run it, they can throw it, they can stop your run. Um, they're, they're exactly what you would expect you know, James Madison to be, which is a heck of a challenge for us, and I think that's fun. I don't know that they're any better than they were two years ago when they had won 24 straight games, and they were basically doing the same thing, leading the nation in defense, leading the nation in offense. And, um, you know, they were a heck of a team two years ago, and we gave them everything they wanted. So I don't see it any different, really, than what it was two years ago when we went out there. Yeah, just those characteristics of those teams. I, I Every time I look at them, and their and their dominance last week it was seventeen nothing, but I didn't think it really told the story. Uh, their ability to be so good uh, defensively on third down was one of the most eye opening things I've I've seen. Just how they can just end it for you. Your team last week on offense three of sixteen on third down. How critical will that be in this matchup? And what are the characteristics to being a quality third down team? Well, that's going to be a huge stat in this game on both sides of the ball because right now James Madison leads the nation on offense in third down uh, percentage completion, you know, completing their third downs. And their defense is obviously very stout. I think they're number five or something defensively. So that would be a key stat to keep an eye on. Um, if you're going to be successful on third downs, obviously you've got to stay out of third and long. So that means you're going to have to be able to run the ball and have some play action pass early in the series, you know, first down, second down. You just can't consistently be in third and ten and think you're going to be successful against James Madison. That's not a recipe for success. How tough is it for a team uh, like yours to travel all the way across the country to Virginia on a, a Friday for a Friday game? And I know the humidity is usually a thing in the summer, but it's still a factor at some point, I think. Oh, it's on Saturday, well, it's actually, not Friday, sorry. You know, it gets cold out there. Last time we played there two years ago, it was it was cold. It was one of the colder games we've had since I've been here. Um, I don't know that the travel's that huge of a deal. Uh, it's something, obviously, lots of teams have to deal with it. The NFL teams deal with it dang near every week where they're traveling a long ways. So I don't know how big of a factor it is. We go out Thursday night, um, and then we play Saturday night. So we, I give them that day of you know, just rest and to be able to acclimatize a little bit to the travel. Um, we'll we'll go through Washington, D.C. for a couple hours and show them the nation's capital. Just do some things where normally these players don't get that opportunity. Every playoff game is an elimination game, and I always think that makes it really fun. It makes the playoffs fun in any sport when it comes down to that. But is there a player you're starting to see kind of reach another level since the late part of the regular season and into this postseason? Well, Adam Rodriguez is one that you mentioned. Uh, he's really played great these these couple games. Uh, before last game, our, some of our wideouts wide were starting to have some bigger games. You know, Devin Cooley, Ty McPherson, David Ames, those guys were starting to come along. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see who steps up. Every game is a new adventure in college football, and the way this team has gone this year, it just seems like somebody else steps up each week to have that key performance that really helps us win. And that's a sign of a good team that it, you have other guys that can win it for you. Right. Is there a challenge to keep the guys' uh, mentality at the same level that has been all season long as the stakes get higher and higher, or is there this hype thing that gets in the way of that? Well, I think I think both. I mean, you got to you got to learn how to focus through the the noise that's out there. You know, there's more media attention now. There's obviously a lot more writing on each game. Um, the now you're on national TV instead of local TV stuff, and just you you got to you got to kind of quiet that noise a little bit and still focus on what you know you have to do to win games. But at the same time, I think. Because there's so much riding on it, the players know, like, I better be ready to go. So I think their preparation um, is enhanced because of it. Lastly, other than protecting the football, what do you want to see from Jake Constantine in this game uh, to help him take another step in the way he's playing quarterback to help you guys reach the title game? Well, he needs to run the offense the right way, you know, get us in the right run plays at the right time, hit the RPO throws when you're supposed to pull the ball and, and, and throw it. Uh, a quarterback, in my opinion, his his main job is distribute the ball to your playmakers. And we've got enough of those. We just got to get the ball out to him, and that, that's his main job. Uh, Jay, well, you've got bigger things to worry about, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't take an opportunity here to ask you about your plans in the future. Your name's come up at a couple places. Uh, is that something you're thinking about right now? No, not right now. I mean, this is something, it's it's crazy when you get all these rumors and things flowing and all that stuff to stay focused on the task at hand is the biggest thing you can do. And that's what I owe the guys right now. And it's just, it's about all you can do is just stay focused on the one task at hand. Yeah, when they, I'm sure teams have reached out to you. Is it one of those that you text back or, or you answer the phone and you tell them, hey, I'll talk to you you know, whatever day when the season's over, is that about how long or short yeah, the conversation Yeah, each situation's is? so different. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking and having conversations. It's just a matter of how can you pull it off within your schedule and not be distracted mm-hmm. to accomplishing the task at hand. And, and that's really where the balancing job comes is can you do it and not have it take you off what you need, what you really need to get done? Well, 8-0 for the first time ever at home for Weber State. First time getting to the semifinals ever, but you're not done, Coach, and we, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us. We'll catch up with you next week. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it.